Hi, and welcome to the Walking Closer Everyday Podcast. I'm your host, Adrienne Dowling, and I'm delighted you're here. As a newfound Christian woman, my hope and prayer for this podcast is to enrich your daily walk with Jesus and to be an encouragement to you by sharing my testimony and how I have learned to apply biblical principles. Let's listen to today's episode. Hello, and welcome back for another episode. We are now into the third week of January, so I hope your month is off to a great start. You know, I've talked so far this year about, you know, choosing a word for the year, and uh, last week was about honoring your body. So sticking with the theme of, you know, kind of like new year, new me, um, and keeping things like in a positive direction, today I'd like to discuss the importance of cultivating joy. Now, if you remember, I did an episode back in December about finding joy in the chaos, and it was kind of catered around the holidays and finding joy when there's so much pressure to have the perfect Christmas and perfect decorations and traditions and all that stuff. So for this episode, I want to go a little deeper and talk about what it means to cultivate joy in day-to-day life, not just for the holidays. Joy is not what the world gives us. It comes from knowing God. And in John 3.16, the Bible tells us that, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. God has done so much good to us through his Son, Jesus. He gave us the greatest gift, the gift of salvation, and that in and of itself cultivates joy. Joy is a natural part of the Christian faith. To cultivate joy means to intentionally nurture and foster a deep sense of happiness, contentment, and gladness in your life. It's about making a conscious effort to develop a positive mindset regardless of your circumstances. It's about creating and sustaining a sense of well-being and having a deeper appreciation of life. So, What is the true source of joy? True joy comes from a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. In my women's study Bible, it it said that the purpose of joy is to provide blessing for the believer. Joy enables you to enjoy all that God has given. You know, health and family, friends, opportunities, and again, the biggest one, salvation. And as you experience true joy, you can then begin to share it with others. And through prayer and worship and obedience to God, you will begin to experience joy. So one of the ways I like to experience joy is I practice gratitude every day. I thank God that he woke me up and gave me another day. I have gratitude for his protection and every day that I get another chance to live is an answered prayer. So I praise him in the morning, you know, thank you, God. Thank you for giving me another day, you know, and, and I understand that when life gets tough, sometimes it's really hard to see the gratitude and the joy in things, but by practicing gratitude daily, it will help you to focus on the good and not the bad. Recognize that those negative thought patterns come from the enemy. So it's important to choose a positive perspective. 
So here's a funny story for you. The other day I needed to go to Costco for a few things. And I don't know why, but I absolutely dread going to Costco. I have a love-hate relationship with it, honestly. I love the items that you can find there. I love the snack options. I love that there's healthy options. I like that there's organic snacks. Um, It's a good place to go. You know, you get good deals on bulk items. Like our family likes to buy paper towels and toilet paper there. So there, there are some things that I like about it. But I hate dealing with the crowds, the parking lot, the long lines to check out, all that stuff. And... Um, I got there the other morning before they opened. And the other thing that irks me about it is they open, they don't open until 10. So I'm up early with the kids, right? I drop them off at 7.30. Like I prefer to go to a store 7.30, 8 o'clock, whatever, when nobody's in there. But they don't open at that time. So I got there about 10 till and I was waiting in my car and the line was already so long. It looked like people were waiting to get into Disney World. <laughs> it was ridiculous. And mind you, I have very little patience. So I lost my patience very quickly, just waiting to get inside the store, you know, trying to get a cart, people everywhere. Nobody's got their Costco cards ready to look at, you know, all that stuff. And then, um, you know, and then of course I get inside the store and everywhere I wanted to go, someone was standing there and I couldn't get through. So like, it's just as it, as my time there progressed, it, my patience level was, was gone and I was just getting more and more irritated. So, and then of course I get to the checkout line and I had placed some of my items like up on the belt and I left some items in the cart And the cashier says to me, I need you to unload all the small items. And it was kind of like his tone too. But, um, and of course I'm, I didn't say anything. I just unloaded, but I was thinking in my head, like, what do you consider small? This is Costco. (laughs) Everything is big. So that just kind of added fuel to the fire. So by the time I got out of there, I was really, really irritated to the point where I was like, I'm never coming back here again. And it spilled over to when I got home and I was still feeling annoyed and, you know, but really (laughs) why, I don't know. There was really no reason for me to get that upset and, and, you know, it was over, over nothing that really even mattered. So... I was un- unloading, taking stuff out of the back of my car and ta- bringing it into the house and just, you know, just being irritated. And finally, I just, I stopped and literally said out loud to myself, okay, you need to chill. And I had to remind myself of the good things that came from that experience, that I was able to go and buy food for my family and I was able to afford the food. Number one. Okay. Number two, I have a reliable vehicle to get me to and from Costco and God's protection was over me. I made it there safely. I made it home safely. 
Okay, number three, I have a home to bring these items back to, a place to put all this stuff for us to enjoy. I had to give myself a reality check and remind myself of the good in the situation and not the bad. Plus, you know, I just had this feeling too. I'm like, ah, God's probably not very pleased right now with the way that I'm acting with my bad attitude. And once I, you know, kind of found the joy in it and took a deep breath and I was, you know, able to calm down, it was a lot easier for me to let go of that irritation and anger I was feeling. You know, next up is a building a spiritual connection with God also brings joy. The more and more I spend time with him, the more and more I feel him working in my life. I can feel him nudging me to tell people about him, to spread the name of Jesus. I felt him leading me to start this podcast. It was never a thought until one day I was listening to another Christian podcast and the and in the middle of it an ad popped up for Spotify for podcasters. And it was saying that you know, you can create your own podcast and launch your own podcast for free, yada, yada, yada. And, and all of a sudden the thought of me starting one was just in my head and I couldn't get it out of my head. And it was so loud. It was just like, it was just constant. So I prayed about it and prayed about it for weeks and it was still there, you know, just like this tugging of, I could give I could put my story out there. I can be vulnerable and tell people my story. And maybe someone will feel encouraged by it. I can share what my family has experienced. And maybe it'll be an encouragement to another family. Maybe someone will hear this that needs to hear it. And and who's struggling and, you know, somehow finds this podcast... <clears throat> to be helpful. So it was just like all these things, like there's a lot of good that could come from this. And so I just followed his direction. And I will say that this podcast has brought me a lot of joy since I started it. I feel like it's also growing my spiritual connection with him because I'm in his word a lot more now. And each time I do an outline for an episode, You know, I've got my two study Bibles that I reference and I'm really, you know, studying what his word has to say. Now, I could still do better with reading, you know, my Bible outside of prepping for my episodes, but it's a lot more than what I used to do. And remember, you know, your walk with Jesus is a marathon. It's not a sprint. You have to take it just one step at a time, one day at a time. Um, another source of joy is building positive relationships. You know, no one likes a negative Nelly. That type of relationship is never going to experience joy. And you are who you surround yourself with. So if you're around people that, you know, are a bad influence or have a negative attitude or use bad language or do things that maybe don't glorify God, you're more likely to fall into that behavior And sure, maybe you'll have some joy in the moment, you know, if you're having fun or cutting it up or whatever, but it's really only temporary. So you need positive relationships. You know, they significantly contribute to joy. 
When you surround yourself with like-minded people that support you and lift you up, it creates an environment of joy. I talked about this in episode three about the importance of community and fellowship. And I can't stress it enough. If you don't have a community and people to turn to, a community that will pray for you and with you, then I strongly suggest you find one. And I know I'm, you know, I'm maybe a stranger to you. um, But if you need encouragement, just know that I'm here if you ever want to reach out. You know, fellowship means holding something in common, and it reminds us that we are not alone. It makes us stronger, and it provides a lot of encouragement. And there's ob- there's obstacles, too, that we have to overcome when we're trying to cultivate joy. You know, things like stress and worry and difficult circumstances. You know, maybe you're having a hard time at work. Um, you know, maybe it's an issue with your boss or a coworker, or you didn't get, you know, a promotion you were hoping for, or, you know, you having issues at home, whatever it is, or if you live in a constant state of worry, like I do, you know, you're going to find it hard sometimes to, to find the joy. I, I get it. Um, I tend to find myself in that situation a lot. I constantly worry about things that I can't control. It drives my husband crazy. He doesn't understand it. But I will fixate on a scenario that nine times out of ten, like, never even happens. And it's not a healthy mindset to be in. And honestly, no matter what, we're going to face situations in life that may not be ideal. So that's why it's important to know God and have a relationship with Him. And it's important to pray your way through it when And if it even happens, you know, when I find myself in worry, I give it to God. I tell him, hey, you need to take this because I can't do it. I need you to help me through this. I can't do this alone. And it's not always easy because I don't have patience, as I already mentioned in my Costco story. But, you know, so like, patience in the sense of like waiting for his timing, right? Because it's his timing, not mine. But I do take comfort in knowing that I can give it to to him and he will help me through it. There are several places in the Bible that emphasize the concept of joy. So let's take a quick stroll through scripture and see what it says. In Psalm 4, 7, it says, Thou hast put gladness in my heart more than in the time that their corn and their wine increased. So this is talking about the joy that comes from the Lord and that what he gives us is greater than anything earthly like grains or wine. It's the reminder we all need that joy comes from so much more than material wealth. Find joy in the God-given pleasures, not the pleasures of this world. Psalm 1611 says, Thou wilt shew me the path of life. In thy presence is fullness of joy. At thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. This scripture teaches us that joy is found in the presence of God. There's great comfort in knowing that when you spend time with God, you will be full of joy. Joy is a gift from God. A fruit of the Spirit, it gives us contentment, it's comforting, and it's something that we should share with others. 
So, you know, just in quick summary, you know, you can cultivate joy in your life by having a relationship with God and with prayer and worship, practicing gratitude daily and building those positive relationships. So for today's Step Closer Challenge, if you struggle with finding joy in your life, then I strongly suggest you spend some time with God in prayer. Ask him to help you find joy. Ask him to teach you and to help you grow. I pray that you find the good from the bad and that you seek to grow your relationship with God and that you practice gratitude daily. Thanks for listening in today. And if you wouldn't mind giving me a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, I would greatly appreciate it. Thanks again, and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening and hanging out with me today. I appreciate your support and I hope you feel encouraged. Remember friend, your spiritual growth is related to your daily walk with Jesus. It's a marathon, not a sprint. So when you are faced with trying situations, let the word of God direct your steps and determine your actions. If you have any prayer requests or just want to connect, please feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at walkingcloser_everyday or email me at hello at walkingcloser_everyday.com. Thank you again, and I'll talk to you soon. Have a blessed day.